Okay, we are live. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates on today's show. I have a very special guest returning guest. We have guest we have not spoken in a long time. It's been years, but his name is Jim Smith, and he was the principal researcher on my first documentary about the Smiley Face Killings. That was published or put out in 2017. I can't believe it's been that long. It's been over five years. People are still watching and commenting on it. I've had almost universally positive responses to that documentary. And the research that went into that's three and a half hours long. And uh, he and I kind of linked up just mutual interest in these cases. I think the first ones were the ones that I was studying, which is Joey Labute and Dakota James, who disappeared five years ago this month, 2017. So that was a big case and uh, kind of been sharing research, been very generous in sharing his research. And so I asked him back on and... There's a lot that's just been happening. There's a lot happening since the uh, since the COVID kind of is is dissipating now. So there's a lot to talk about. So Jim Smith, welcome back to the show. Hey William, hello everyone. Thanks for having me on again, bud. Awesome. So for people who may not have heard of you, we've done five shows. We were on last time with um, with Igor Sarsky. Can you kind of? Just kind of go through your background, how you got interested in these cases, and maybe just lead up to maybe some of the more recent cases that are happening uh, within the last year. Yeah, sure, William. Um, gosh, I've been interested in these murders since about 2005 when I learned about it um, out of college working in Minneapolis um, for a couple weeks. And there were a lot of these murders happening almost every other weekend or every weekend, lots. And um, I kind of just started watching these since then, and I got involved about really nine years ago, kind of created Jim Smith and what we do uh, when the murder started happening in, in Atlanta, Georgia. All right. So you've covered a lot of those cases that have happened in Atlanta, right? So there's been many cases. I covered some of those cases, but there's recent cases that have happened within the last three or four months, right? Like you have on your... Um, on your Twitter feed, this guy, Bryce Borka, right? Yes. Uh, Br Bryce in Minneapolis, Minnesota, again, was on the 20th anniversary of uh, one of the first cases many people have talked about, Chris Jenkins. Um, he's been missing since October 30th um, in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. Still hasn't been found. Um, wow. So that, yeah, Chris Jenkins was a huge case. I talked to his mom. When I was producing for Ed Opperman and she was on Ed's show. So that was uh, that was a huge case. And that's kind of in the same area as Bryce Borker, right? So outside of Minneapolis. It is. Same same deal too. I mean, missing uh, hasn't been found. It's it's been quite a while. So I think you know that that sort that's interview with uh, your friend Ed, he's a great guy. That's one of his best interviews ever. Uh, oh, his mother was his mother is so smart and understands what even back then not much has changed um i would love to hear what she would have to say about missing bryce forker right now it's a good question and there was a very hot spot that's a hot spot minneapolis there were so many cases that i studied around there not just so Jenkins many or, yeah there's a lot of them um i'm trying to think of them offhand do you remember any of those old cases a lot of them were found in that river i mean Chris Jenkins was a very predominantly found in the center of that river, but other people too or too, right? Oh, there's there's so many. I mean, um, Austin Rittenworth, he was just the most recent University of, uh, of Minnesota uh, student. Um, he was found in the river. I mean, so many have found in the Minnesota River. Um, I'd have to pull them up, but yeah, Minnesota is one of the worst states. Um, and it's been going strong for 20 plus years and the, the media is so used to ignoring it. It's, it's, they, they act like nothing happens or this is the first time any young man's ever been found or goes missing in Minnesota. And it's just not the case. It's, it's constant all over. Right. All over Minnesota. They've had other mm -hmm. students there. There was one of the big ones that I think they studied. They changed, if I rem remember correctly, they changed the cause of death for Chris Jenkins from accidental to homicide. Right. So after the after only one, them, yeah. Yeah. The only one. Yeah. yeah. 
So, I mean, so this Borka, but there's been other more recent cases. Somebody's reached out to me in these Houston cases. Can you talk about Tevion Bass, Delano Burks, and Ridgecole? Uh, yeah, sure. That's um, those murders that you're talking about. It was in the Houston area. Um, that was around Thanksgiving. Another, you know, it just seems like the, the holidays come starting with Halloween and it just marches on and it, it's just missing person after missing young man. Um, it started to be a hot spot. I mean, there's Houston's had a history in Texas. There are absolutely uh, these people in Texas that, you know, Austin's a very hot spot, although it's cooled lately. Um, one of the victims recently was just found there. It's Tanner Hogue. Uh, he went missing. He was a Texas A&M student. He went missing December 16th. Um, he was found in the river there in Austin. But over Thanksgiving, which you were referencing, Delano Burks, he was out partying with his friends, and they have him on camera. Um, he ended up being found in the wharf. Um, again, Ridge Cole, which is a pretty sad story. Uh, he was there in Houston. His son, his, I guess, newborn son, was having emergency surgery for a new liver at the Ronald McDonald house. And he was found, um, Ridge went missing, uh, at night and they were found there in the river a couple of days later. Um, you know, typical with a lot of these cases, why I say that these are connected is because they taunt the same way. Uh, they found Ridge's uh, satchel and one of his shoes, um, where he supposedly was last right by the river. Um, where he was found was very, sorry, sh shallow. And, you know, he would have been noticed if he would have been there for that long. Right. So super suspicious, like super suspicious very. stuff. That, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then all the same thing with Delano Brooks, the African-American guy. Yes. Who was out at the bars. I mean, the classic MO out at the bar late at night, leaves, stumbles, not acting himself, disappears, missing for what, two weeks. And then found missing three days, found November 26, 2022, right? Yeah. And, and William, that's this is a really strange case because, you know, his friends were driving his car around. And there's a lot more to this story. But again, law enforcement is just uninterested in doing any type of investigation in these cases. They're so just eager to just say, oh, drowned. He was drunk, you know. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's so strange, though, but I don't think he was found close to where he left, right? I mean, his body was some distance away from um, where he was last seen, right? It, it was, yes. Um, pretty still still in the same ballpark as uh, Ridge Cole there in Houston, too, though. Pretty interesting. Right. Interesting, yeah. And have you followed this Moscow Four murders? And the reason why I ask is because there was an SFK-style death like a year before that happened. Have you re researched the case of Hudson Lindau? Uh, absolutely, uh, William. Okay. You know, I, I had never even heard, I've never seen any type of these murders in Idaho, and I keep track, I've kept track for 10 years, um, and I had never seen any smiley face victims, and I, I find it very interesting that there was a victim on their campus uh, who was friends with the four kids who got murdered there in Moscow, um, and that was actually in May. That was just, oh, wow. so that wasn't that long ago, but we can, can there's a picture of, uh, this young man, um, his name's Hunter, Hunter Lindau, right. Um, right. and he, we have a picture where he was found in a Creek. His death was accidental. Uh, he was at the, he was actually at the house where those four people were murdered on the night he went missing. Kind of a strange wow. coincidence. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm keeping an open mind. I don't think these are connected, but I do find it very interesting. I think there's a lot going on with this young man who was just arrested. I um, totally agree with that. He's he. Do you know that he was a doctoral student in mm, um, criminology? I do. And I've been are you been watching yeah, it? No, it's incredible. So he's a doctoral student, but he also seems to know some of these kind of secretive cult hand signs, like he's making the one finger hand salute that the Manson family used to make when he got on some social media and he did it in front of a, like a tesseract that I've just been recently talking about like very heavy occult stuff like very strange and that kid uh, Lindau where he was found was the kind of classic environment of the smiley face colors it was it was like a very small creek 
It was easy to Very get out. Small. And it was right. Yeah, it was right off of a parking lot. So it wasn't like he wandered off 100 or 200 yards into the wild. He was just found right out off the edge of civilization. So super yes. suspicious. Yeah. Very suspicious. I, I'm very interested in what's going on with this kid uh, because he definitely fits a lot of the check boxes of what we would assume these people are, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Anybody else? As well. There's a lot of similarities, like you said. So, yeah, we're going to have to find take... out all that stuff about mm-hmm. Colbert. I, because I, I never think thought that, that one person one. murdered those people. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you on that as well. I don't think one uh, person I mean, was involved. I so. think it's very strange that the, I, I, I don't, I just don't understand. I, I think it's a, a huge, co- not a coincidence that they have a picture of him at the same house. This hunter kid on the night he was he vanished, he was found in a creek, um, very close by. All of this matches up. So right. interesting to does, see yeah. hear more as uh, the story gets told. Right, and I hope that these guys, these uh, law enforcement, are considering all options because um, I just had the sentencing of Katunsky, who was one of the guys I studied for the second documentary, but they only got him for one death, mm-hmm. and I had something in my you know, spider sense, whatever you call it, senses that that was not his first kill, that he's been doing that, um, doing a lot of that dark, dark, very dark stuff. But I think he just got sentenced in the last three months, but... Uh, Katunsi is a very important case. Or what did he go away confirmed. for? Uh, murder. Yeah, murder. Kevin Bacon. That Kevin Bacon kid. Uh, in, and that was Michigan. So kind of right out of right side, outside of Lansing, Michigan. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Very so, interesting. So, Linda, uh, yeah. I, uh, no, I was going to say that. So this young man they have arrested, you were mentioning about being a doctor student and, you know, a lot, a couple of these victims that we've had since you were speaking of, I mean, and let's just talk about Chicago. I mean, Peter Salvino yeah. was um, going to, he was going to be a doctor. Uh, we, uh, there was a kid, there was a guy, a doctor who, in Jackson, Michigan, who was found in a pond. Um, these are all, this is pretty interesting. What's a lot of similarities. Um, I wonder. About the doctorate program. That's what I'm trying to say. Thoughts on that? Right. Very strange. Like, what are the what are these people studying? Like, this guy was a criminologist, so he seems to be a sophisticated criminal. Like, he was able to evade capture for a long period of time. Right. Koberger, how long was it from the murders to the capture? And he Mm -hmm. was able to kind of like leave the scene of the crime. He may have been close to the crime, but he was definitely in Pennsylvania, right? I mean, it's pretty incredible, Coburger. Yeah, so we'll find out. Yeah, let's talk about go back and revisit those those um, Chicago cases. Like, there were some recent one, wasn't there? It was a Christoph Zubert, right? Yes, December seventh last year. Yeah. Still with me? I'm still with you. Okay. Yeah. So do you want to continue to talk about Christoph Zuber? Do you know that case? That was in, a, in addition to everything that happened in late 2021, which was Jelani Day, Orebi, Contain, and Inaki Baskaran, right? Yes, last year. Yes. Um, yeah, it's been a very busy month, I guess, starting um, in Chicago. Uh, what was the gentleman's name? He was a Polish student. I yeah, Christoph, Christoph Zubert. 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 Yes, sir. Sorry about that. Yes, he okay. he uh, he was found in Lake Michigan as well. He went mis- missing on December second, and was found, I guess, four days later, um, on a beach there in Lake Lake Michigan in Chicago. Um, he also had a laceration to the side of his face, um, which seemed to be just brushed off by everybody. Oh, interesting. Wasn't he at the Howl at the Moon Bar or two or something like that? Yes, he yes he was. Yeah. That's where he was um, on that Saturday night with his friends. And yeah. typical, what got separated, couldn't, you know, no one could find him. They thought he went home from somebody else, and was found a couple of days later, um, deceased. Um, 
and then they had Peter Salvino. Uh, Who's Peter Salvino? I missed that one. No, P- Peter Salvino was a gentleman. He's a doctorate student, I believe, at Northwestern as, as well. Um, he went missing on uh, December 16th and was found three days later in Lake Michigan. He was 25 years old. Uh, he also FaceTimed his friends, also leaving a party. Um, and hmm. I've heard some things about him I don't want to discuss publicly, but uh, definitely was not an accident by some of the in- – information i've gotten from people in chicago um and who know law enforcement so that was within the last two weeks right that was very yes yeah yeah that was like um he was eating getting he left the party and he vanished i mean it's it's the same mo same thing so uh two victims and you know within the same month same lake young men in chicago um it's definitely had a lot of people talking Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Did they ever find anything? I mean, one of the other things is like a lot more African Americans. I don't remember as many. There were always there were a few in the original cases, but it seems like more African American or more diverse victim um profile. Would you agree with that? I would. Um up until this last month, I would say, uh it had it last two years have been a whole lot more African Americans much in the mold of Jelani Day, Joseph Smedley, you know, super smart, black, educated, got everything going for them and murdered. Um, But since New Year, since Halloween this year, I I would say the majority have been young white males. Kind of strange. He was the doctor student, right? Wasn't he a doctor? Um, He was a biology major, I believe, at the University of Indiana. Okay, that's, that's I'm, I'm, I'm still friends with his sister, and his sister's been very outspoken. Uh, she's a great person, and yeah. Who's the, what was the Chicago doctor? Do you remember the Chicago doctor? He was found in the found in the river in the lake of Chicago. Uh, recent, recently, or a long time ago? Within the last couple of years. Uh, you know, one of the big one of the big cases that are, drew the most attention was Harsha uh, Mandula. He was the the. He also went to Northwestern, which is pretty strange. I think he was a. He was found in a. In a reservoir there, Illinois. Hmm. Um, you know, Illinois has been a Chicago specifically has been a hot spot for years. This is not anything yeah, no, new. Yeah. I mean, Michigan State, uh, their campus. I mean, there's a lot of places on, in Chicago that. There's been, there were also, you know, a couple victims this summer where there was a boyfriend and girlfriend where they found they were leaving a club and they found they 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 vanished and then they found their bodies separately in Lake Michigan. Um, wow. You remember that? This was this summer. Um, so it's one. been been a lot of victims. It hasn't slowed down anywhere. Right. No, there were a lot in Chicago. Yeah, if I remember correctly, there was many, many. There's hot spots there: Chicago, um, Portland. I mean, those are kind of the ones we've discussed in the past. Boston, oh, yeah. of course, New York. You know, a lot of cases are still coming in too because New Year's Eve was just recently, so people were only starting to finally, you know, say, "Hey, my my loved one is missing." Um, so I, I I still think we're going to see a couple more cases of people who went missing last week, this past weekend, in the coming days. Interesting. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Totally makes sense. Um, yeah, so those, I mean, those are just one of those things. And then you had these ones that happened. I mean, we talked about the Houston cases. We've talked about the Austin cases in the past, right? Gutierrez, oh, yeah. Santos, White. Yeah, we talked about that. No, but for there sure. Some, yeah. go, go ahead. I was just going to say, there's been other ones. This guy with Lane Hailu. That was uh, September 1st, 2022, right? That's uh, UW Madison. Yes. That's an unusual one, yeah. Yes, um, in Wisconsin, you're talking about Wisconsin. Yeah, that's right. Another hot spot. Um, been so many. You know, it's you bring up all these cases, and that um, you know these have never stopped. It's pretty interesting. These Chicago cases have gotten a lot of uh, media attention lately, especially with Barstool Sports has been pushing. Um, oh, really? 
Oh, absolutely. I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know that. Just recently, have really spoken out um, because there's been multiple. There's, uh, there's been a lot of new discussion about these murders um, from people you normally don't hear it from. I've been enthused to see that people are finally starting to notice. They still are. They still don't understand what's going on. They think it's something new. Um, but hmm. I, I guess some discussion is better than none. Yeah, no, I had no idea Barstool Sports was on that. Do you know? Do you remember what the article or who was reporting on that? I don't. I'll have to find it. There's been a couple people on TikTok. That's another place that people are posting more stuff about uh, smiley murders. Um, it's TikTok. Funny. I'm not on TikTok. I don't. But I've seen it. I've, there was a, a young woman. Um, she's done a lot of work on the Bryce Borka cases um, on TikTok. Um, Barstool Sports did do a TikTok on these murders. One of the one of the people who journalists, I don't know what you would call those guys, but anyway. Here it is. I think I see something about it right here. December 24th, 2022. Is a possible serial killer terrorizing Chicago, but that City Hall or on the media. Nobody at City Hall or in the media wants to talk about it. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just so many, so many more murders than just that. That's I that's the only thing it's a I drop can in say. The bucket. Yeah. It, it is. It is. It's funny because people people get a whiff of this stuff, um, and they you know they will tiptoe around the edges, as you know, right? They won't come right. out and say what's going on. They won't be like you or I, but they'll tiptoe. Um, Fascinating. I didn't know Barstool. That has a million views. That I mean, just there on that tweet alone. So mm-hmm. that's got a lot of distance and. Yeah, there it is. Howl on the moon. Twenty-one-year-old twenty-one-year-old man. Yeah, wow. So that's you know, incredible. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, and you know, um, we we haven't talked about Boston, which is another hot spot. But you know, there was an interview with a gentleman who was um, he was rescued from the canal right outside where the Boston Celtics play. This was last month. Do you do you recall seeing anything about, about this? Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a picture of a guy. Uh, being rescued, got a picture of him. It's pretty interesting. Has no recollection. These, I don't know. These uh, crime, true crime guys interviewed interviewed the survivor and put him on TV. I thought I was pretty crazy, um, because I thought that could be dangerous for the kid. Um, but he admits that he had he has no recollection of anything, and he doesn't know how he got in the water. He was leaving the Boston uh, Boston Celtics game. Um, he. They had a big, I guess, pretty big gash, like he had been bashed in the head. Um, wow. Yeah. I'm shocked you didn't see that. I thought I, I may have come across it. I just didn't see the actual um, record of that. But, wow, I'm not surprised. That's not surprising at all. Who was found over there? It was Zach Marr, I think, was found in there. Oh, Kelleher, yeah. right? Kelleher. Michael Kelleher leaving, uh, leaving yeah. a Boston Celtics game. Same deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a body found on the 15th of December um, in the harbor there by the aquarium in Boston, and they have not released the identity of that person. Um, I suspect there's some, a lot more to that. I don't think that I've looked. I don't know where to find that information, but yeah, that's a pretty active area right over there by the aquarium, apparently. Hurley. Right. William Hurley. Right. That's one of the original cases, right? Hurley. Yeah. It's funny that the old cases or the new cases seem to uh, mirror the same spot um, as like, you know, we're sorry to jump around, but we're talking about Chris Jenkins and Minneapolis with the, this Bryce Borka case that happened to be on the 20th anniversary or, you know, these guys are looking for victims in the same spot they're hunting at. And I mean, it's, it's pretty interesting. They're following what they whatever they're following the same thing they do every single time right, right their mo yes i guess it worked in the past right so i guess they'll try it this time i mean i tell you these chicago cases that these young men both these men leaving their parties and um you, you know they they these guys know where these cameras are that's i've i kind of, i've gotten a lot of heat online from people who don't understand you know like you brought up the dakota james and one of the big things that came up from the dakota james's murder god bless him um was the push for more cameras and i i really think that is a a waste of time 
because these people know where these cameras are and they'll just go where they're you put up new cameras in one area they'll just go kill young men at another place it doesn't fix the problem right and igor's talked about that he's researched that that they're thinking you know oh there's no doubt it's part of how they how come they haven't been caught right it's not getting caught so there's your story may 2022 daniel sotelo natalie brookson that's crazy i did i never saw that eden de la o wow i haven't seen any of this stuff yeah incredible very i mean same thing so it's um be interesting to see how many more young men stories we see this week but it should cool down right it's usually the new year's right so you'll get the people missing from new year's what two days ago three days ago yeah i mean uh there are many cases in the last couple of years there's always been one or two that you read about the next day january 1st new year's day who you know go missing on the way home with their friends or they call their friends and no one can find them. And then they mysteriously are found dead the next day. Right. Alex Holden. Alex Holden. Yeah. yeah that was right. in Sacramento. Yeah. That yeah. was a tragedy. That was a real tra- tragedy. Yeah. I covered that in my second documentary. Yeah. Just, just free. Just thinking I get these, I have these names, some of these names stuck in my head. I've had them for 10 years. I just, yeah, you, you're the one who would know all that. I mean, and there's that's still, I mean, I was doing kind of a survey on the stuff that I saw, and there was kind of a, there was Min Chi Yang. That was late August 2022. So that's another, yes. that's another graduate student. Are they targeting graduate students? I certainly think so. I mean, the very smart people, the, I, the most murdered um, major I've ever seen is engineering. I mean, that's this is not a this is not up for discussion. It's a fact. Uh, people who understand uh, and follow these murders, engineering students, uh, yeah, obviously doctor, doctorate students. Now, I mean, they're not these these aren't thugs. These aren't dumb kids. These these are the best of the best. There's the people are putting thought into these murders before they're even picked. Um, right. So there's that selection process, right? Absolutely. And then there was, I think, I think uh, Maki Nave. That was another one, kind of another African American kid. That's a twenty. I mean, classic story. Leaves a party, it's out Mankato, in a hot spot, and found him water. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yep. And then That's you it. said, I think in your on your, I mean, people should go check out Jim Smith at uh, Smiley Face Cult hash, uh, at Violet, Smiley Face Cult. Check it out. But he's done some other cases that I don't remember. Was there a hotspot or a bunch of people who died in Nova Scotia in late 2021? Is that correct? For sure. Uh, Not just 2021, but there was a victim on New Year's Eve. There's been multiple young men in Nova Scotia um, leaving parties, have vanished, never found. Or if they are found, they're found in the water there, the ocean. Um, But there was a gentleman two years ago that, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. He was Andrew never found. Morris? Andrew Morris? Yes, maybe. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it just keeps going. You have Georgia a, cases, to Tyler Schaefer, North Dakota. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of hot spots um, that, you know, I can just – I don't want to bore people, but uh, definitely these cells hot, you know, heat up. Uh, for a certain matter of time and then cool down. Um, Georgia has cooled down there. Athens, Georgia, you know, last summer, last year, there were a lot of um, cases. It looked like on college campuses across the country, there were a couple in Athens at UGA. Um, there was one at the University of Alabama. Um, one of his friends. That yeah, was that Garrett? Was that Garrett yes. Walker? Yes. Yes. I just had a friend of his reach out to me and basically confirm everything that I said. Um, you know, University of Clemson, there's, uh, there's victims there on Lake Hartwell, uh, victims, um, in South Carolina on campuses. It's, it it definitely heated up on college campuses and it's continued that way. Wow. It's just incredible. It's incredible that it's back. Like it feels like the COVID era kind of everything cooled off and now it's just like back at it again. Definitely in your face. Yeah. 
Crazy. What other cases do you have offhand? Because I, I don't know. Let me go back through my records. Well, um, I just had a case that was uh, in Madison, Alabama, actually just right on top of Garrett Walker, um, 24-year-old. Uh, he's a student. He was just – he went vanished on Saturday night, and they found him in a pond um, the first day of January. It's Amon Scar. I can't even pronounce his name. I don't want to butcher his name, but um, again, the doctor in, in Jackson, Miss, Michigan, uh, Bullock Pagan, where he went out on New Year's Eve and vanished, and then they found him in a pond hmm. um, a couple days later. Um, hmm. Yeah, George Musser in Stillwater, Minnesota. Um, he went, vis- went missing on New Year's Eve. He was out at the bar. Um, this was a pretty hot case. Uh, definitely a lot of people were watching what was going on. He, he vanished. They found his car keys behind the dumpster and his wallet thrown in the snow. And they found him the next day dead in the snow. Um, he only lived a mile and a half. He only lived a half mile from the bar, but they said that he died from hypothermia or uh, I'm not sure. I believe he's a victim. I do. He was, uh, 20, 20 years old in Stillwater, Minnesota. Yeah. Wow, crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I missed some of those cases. Um, I mean, have you heard anything from, like, law enforcement or anything? I remember that under the Dakota James case when his mother went in to talk with, I think, the DA, like the member of the FBI was supposedly there and Secret Service. Have you heard of anything like that since then? Because I haven't. In new cases or old cases or just in general? Since since Dakota James. No. Um, this, yes, there was um, there was a kid in Texas. Uh, his name's Tyler. I can't, I can't think of was Tyler Smith, where he was found like in the literally two inches of water, and he had um, handcuff marks on the back of his wrist. And he was an accidental drowning, and you know his his mom was very upset, but they were just, they wouldn't give her any information the same way. Um, yeah, no, I haven't heard anything to the degree um, that Dakota's mom did. Right, Tyler Smith recently. was kind of like a African. Uh, yes, he's a mixed mixed young man, yeah. going to be a police officer, vanished. Uh, I believe that's Houston. I think that is dead in Galesburg, wherever that is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Smiley, smiley face, big in Texas. Big. It's always in those kind of populated areas, though, right? It's always in like uh, cities, right? It's not rural. Some, mostly, mostly cities. I mean, the majority of the. The murders have been in cities, but there are some rural. I can think. I can't think of the young man's name off the top of my head, but there was, there was a missing young man that was a pretty big story in California or in Texas that was found like two years later. I'd, I'd have to write this stuff down. I'm. I am definitely going to write a book. I. I need. I'm going to put all of his victims by state and for all the stuff I've collected for the last ten years. Yeah, I mean, you've got a huge repository of cases and stuff like that. I mean, I went through my two documentaries. I covered like 127 cases. And I don't think that was half of it. Yeah. No, not even yeah. close. Yeah. That was just that was just in a one segment of time, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, have you we've talked about US cases. Have you seen other international cases or followed or come across any of those? Of course, um, um, there was a one recently, a 17-year-old in the UK. Um, it's, I, I think a lot of those cases, I don't see as many as much um, because I do think they're being censored heavily now. That Yes, um, you know, of course, Manchester has over 100 cases and there's over 10 in Bath. There's, you know, many over 30 or 40 in Amsterdam. Um Canada, of course, UK, some in Australia. Um, yeah, Sydney Harbor has like seventy mysterious water deaths in the, in the harbor itself. Yeah, same deal. Same in deal. France too, it's happening in France because I covered some of those French cases in my second documentary. It has, but I haven't really seen any victims in France since. 
Um, I mean, some here or there, but I think that the police really take that serious from what I recall. And that's what you said in your documentary, I, I believe. Um, yeah, I mean, it's still just the fact that it's happening all over the world is, is pretty crazy. Um, what else do you want to cover? Um, you know, do you have I, any other updates? I don't, I don't think so. I think we've covered them all. I mean, we have missing kids right now. We have missing young men, but um, I mean, you did a great job covering all the stuff pretty much since Halloween. Yeah, I got. I tried to get all those names together. I mean, it still isn't crazy. This Houston cases. I mean, there was something I came across three from the Oklahoma River in June 2022. I don't know whatever happened to those. Yeah, um, I will say I'm not sure how you feel about discussing this, but you know the Bryce Borka case. I get so much information from people, and I've gotten some conflicting reports about what was actually found. Um, when they found some of his personal belongings on the night he went missing. Um, and it sure seems like the police are lying. Um, and I say that, yeah. And I say that because um, I was told that his phone was um, recovered and something else that I, was pretty gruesome, kind of like in the Peter Salvano case, that the police are holding back some pretty gruesome details and wow. yeah, I, I don't want to, I don't want to say publicly, but it's definitely not accidents. And it wouldn't surprise me at all that they were holding stuff back. Yeah. Well, I mean, look I at think... that whole thing with Dakota James and the, and the roof and the rope marks around his neck that uh, the uh, what's his name? The uh, medical examiner found. Cy, uh, Serial Weck. Serial Weck. Dr. Yeah. Weck. Yes. Um, no, it's for sure. I mean, dead days, uh, ligature marks. Um, yeah. you know, that absolutely went nowhere, too. Yeah, no, that's the maybe that's why the Secret Service and the FBI were sent out there just to make sure it didn't go anywhere, not to actually investigate it. I'm yeah. Like, hey, like it doesn't that's seem a great to be point. On the front. Yeah, cover it yeah. up. We're, we're going to keep working these cases, we're not going to stop doing what we're doing, and we're only going to be more vocal publicly. Um, the more we talk about this, not going to back off. In fact, I'm working with more people now who can actually do something. And these people can be caught. I think so. I think that if people are aware of what's going on, they could probably be caught. I think it's like sloppiness. It reminds me of the Stephen Port case where they had enough information to catch him doing the killings. It took a family member with like determination and perseverance to actually get the um, CCTV video and find out exactly who was with their loved one. And I think that the, probably the cops just don't have that uh, incentive. They don't care. They I mean, definitely don't. Um, I, I, that's something else that we were talking about, uh, this Bryce Borka case who's still missing. And I um, you know, had a lot of people reach out to us. And I had a friend of his who's, gosh, I hope I have friends who love me as much as Bryce Borka's friends love him. Um, and they reached out to the bar that he was at that night. And we, we wanted to see the the CCT and this camera of him leaving the bar and where is he being followed and they wouldn't give it to us. And we said, fine. Wow. Well, yeah. And um, we asked, well, have the police, you know, this is a good two weeks after Bryce went missing. Have the police been by to review this? No. Wow. Huh. Yeah. It's just sloppiness, laziness. That's incredible too. That's like, makes me suspicious of these establishments too. Yeah, I totally agree. In fact, a lot of these new cases, these men leaving these bars, you wonder if um, – I personally wonder if you know, these men are set up. That's when it, this thing goes into motion is at the bar, that right. they're given drinks. And that's why we really wanted to see the CCT camera. I mean, was, was he, who did he leave with? Who, was he followed out of the bar? You know, they, suppo they supposedly were in a lift, and it was right after that that he disappeared and – you know, there were, there's huge details mixed. I mean, I, I feel like if we had people in these hotspots who were like citizen journalists like myself that could work these cases locally, 100% we could stop this. I would agree with that. Just somebody doing the footwork, going and getting CCTV video from other establishments around that area. Because some of those CCTV these days are much better and owned independently, not the government CCTV. 
but just people with like the ring stuff. And there's a lot of information out there that, you know, these uh, determined citizen journalists would do it. It would be very interesting. They would find sort of uh, curious things. That's how poor Stephen Pork got busted. I mean, I bet he was killing a lot of people. He got busted for like four or five guys, but I bet he was doing it for a long time is my guess. I bet you too. It's just really disheartening how far law enforcement has fallen. And, you know, I've had the FBI study or statement that they made on the Smiley murders in like 2012 thrown in my face a hundred times. Right, and yeah, well, you know how much we've seen the corruption in in DC. It's not it's not rocket science to understand why these crimes aren't being investigated. They don't right. care, they you don't know. Care. Yeah, they don't. They're just an arm of the political party at this point. I mean, that's incredible. Like it's super corrupt. It's not even like corrupt. It's beyond corrupt. So corrupt indeed that they shouldn't even exist. They're not even doing their job. <laughs> Putting Should FBI be. agents inside of, uh, you know, social, social media, media companies. What the hell's going on? doesn't make any sense while we have real crimes and no one cares i mean i to me that's just so insulting that we as we're sitting here talking about this there's been you know 20 murders just since like halloween and they could care less in fact would rather spend their time um criticizing people for investigating or even asking questions um you know, right. one of the one of the victims that uh, I'll tell you this real quick. One of the victims in Austin I interviewed, and he is a survivor. I would bet ten thousand dollars he had over a hundred thousand dollars in medical bills, and his case is just like these cases. He was at a party, they went downtown, he blacked out, and he was rescued from the river. There, he should have died. But my point is, is that. The police, I know for a fact, were looking on CCT um, for him, and they were looking on the wrong days. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I mean, that's what I'm saying. If there's local comical, citizen yeah. journalists who were asking questions when this happens, like myself, like I do here in Georgia, we, this could be stopped. I mean, and it's incredible. I mean, some of the research you've done on some of these cases, that one guy from Australia – like you could see he was hanging out with some very suspicious people that were never to our knowledge or your knowledge or mine, I think, that were never really investigated. Like no, they were not. Yeah, it was uh Muhammad, what was his name? It was uh Mo That's uh Nas Muhammad. Nas Muhammad, thanks. Yeah. And no, no, it's it's okay. Thanks for bringing it up. I mean, I, I tweeted I've tried to tweet a little bit of some some of the work I've done on some cases just to show people what I'm doing. Maybe they'll try to do the same thing as well locally where they live. And that case, that's probably the closest I've ever gotten to any case of all of these. In fact, I'm going to write about it in my book, but uh, those people tried to lure me. And I'm not making stuff up. They, They told me that they thought they knew where Nas's tennis shoes were. And I didn't, I didn't ask that. I just, they, they, they came to me with that and they saw that I had, po- that I had commented. And um, yeah, I mean, that poor guy that Nas, when they were, when they finally found his body um, three weeks later after he went missing, they said that he was jogging and he would hit by a car, but I've investigated the park myself and it was like a mile deep into the woods. It was impossible that could have happened. And uh, he had so much trauma. And I, I truly believe the people who made the most noise publicly and were acting like they were his friends and they were searching for him, that they were the killers. Right. And you said that on some of your recent posts on Twitter is that some you think are, there's a, high, a decent probability that some of the people that are reporting the crimes are the criminals, right? Yes. No, that's um, a fact. There's, I've seen a lot of that type of taunting in a, in a lot of these cases, um, you know, for instance, I've seen people call in reports of a body in, in cases, and then they find the body that day, but they, no one's around. No one called in a body. Like, they want right. the body to be found. Um, right. Sadly, sickly enough, we were, we were talking about Minnesota, but that Austin Rentenworth, he was the last victim in Minnesota before Bryce Borka, and he was the University of Minnesota. I, I mentioned him earlier. You know, they, they said that he jumped off a bridge. He, he left a party. He jumped off a bridge, but they couldn't find him. So strangely enough, I've never seen this in any other cases. His parents went ahead and scheduled his funeral and why he was missing before he was ever found. 
and they found his body in the Mississippi River on the day of his funeral. And that's not an accident. That's them taunting. Oh, so they put it, you think they put it into the river knowing following the case? Like the I, perpetrators. I, I do. I, I, they were following the case. And no, I mean, this is, this, that's why, that's why, they, this is why they throw people's personal belongings around. And they, and they, when people go missing and they take their wallet or their phone or their jacket or they, they, they put them places and it's a way of taunting the police. Um, right. And what's all this, going back to Naz Muhammad, is that, there would be enough for a cop to ask somebody who said, well, how do you know where his tennis shoes are, right? Like, I think that would be just a, as an investigator or a homicide investigator, that would be like an easy tell right there. Well, how would you know where his shoes are, right? Like, I yeah. mean, it's not, it wouldn't take like uh, Einstein to figure that out or just to ask those questions. In that case, was another case where somebody from Australia reached out to me because I had posted about it. And said, oh, yeah, I knew that guy. I mean, this story doesn't make any sense. I ha He had a different understanding of what happened to him. So he didn't know that there was a suspicious element involved. He just thought it was an accident. So, like, the the stories aren't even getting out to the public in the right way. No. He just thought, yeah, so that was no. interesting. I have a lot of information on that case and my communication with those people involved. And I hope to, I mean, I would love to turn them over to law enforcement for them to do it. I don't think they'll ever, they'll ever do anything about it. Um, but they, you know, they supposedly gave him drugs, uh, LSD when they went for a walk in this park, which I find very, it's a very, uh, high upscale part of Atlanta where this was. And this, and he supposedly ran off and, you know, they act like they didn't have anything to do with it. And there's that's been in common in other cases where they've used LSD as almost like an alibi to go ahead and smear the victim. Um, there was one in Illinois um, two summers ago. In fact, uh, I've had people reach out to me that they knew him and, um, gosh, one of these recent victims in Chicago. Um that they had gone to the same school. That's something else that's happened recently to me is that I've had multiple people who, who have met me through one of these cases and they've known two victims now. Wow. Like that's three times. Incredible. Yes. That's incredible. So there's that many victims. That's just remarkable too. Yes. And every time that people were like, wow, I thought of you immediately when this happened. And I knew immediately that this guy was going to be found in the river because of you. And wow. Wow, that's amazing, and that's kind of probably doesn't it, hap it happens to me, but not probably as much as it happens to you. But that's happened to me a few times. People sent me tons of information about the Garrett Walker case when he disappeared. Really? They're like, "Hey, man, yeah, yeah." Somebody's like, "I think one of his family members reached out to me." But I, the thing is, is that yeah, I just like sometimes I'm just busy with something else. And if anybody's listening on uh, Rockfin right now, if you have any questions, please just type it into the chat. If you have any questions for the guest, Jim Smith. Um, but also going back to Nas Muhammad, that was kind of an eye opener when some of these people surrounding him, one of them was wearing a smiley face amulet, right? Like, yes. oh, so the smiley face shows up not just in the research of Gannon and Gilbertson, but yours. So that too was also a big, oh, and I've kept an eye out for this, the smiley face sh showing up in comic culture everywhere. I don't know if you followed the whole Cremo shooting. Uh, who like got up on a roof in the women's clothing and shot a bunch of people dead. He had all kinds of smiley face iconography all over his clothes. You familiar with Cremo? Um, I'm not, uh, but I, I do. I do see it in pop culture all the time. I hate it. I mean, I it's it definitely has a different meaning to me. <laughs> um, you know, it's I hate it. I really do. Um, but yeah. it was the Fourth of July shooting in Highland Park. That was his name. It was Cremo. Let's see. Seven people were killed. Or Crimo was his name, sorry. C-R-I-M-O. Let's see if I can find him. Let's see if I can bring him up on the charge. Uh, hmm. Robert Crimo. But this, I mean, he was kind of operating like he didn't want to get caught either. There he is. See that with the smiley face? I do. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, I do. Of course. He was pretending to be a woman. Yeah, he was trying to yes. get away. Yeah. Yes, right. Yes, uh, I do remember that. 
again, so many twisted people. Yeah, twisted people, and he dressed like the assassin from one of these like video games. Mm -hmm. Forgot what the video game was, but he was he awake the rapper. He just he was really just something else. But the smiley face was it. And here he is. He got busted. He's wearing women's clothes, black and red. Sick, sick man. So much evil. Yeah, and this was on the side of his house. Was this kind of weaponized, you know, person with the smiley face? So it's a shame. Huh? Yeah. 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 I I I do think that there's been people in custody who are involved and that they could easily break a lot of this open, but people, police don't even investigate anything. Yeah, they just don't ask the question. They don't ask those questions like it, you know, so I have yeah. to give credit to the guys who busted Katunsky because they actually, you know, did some real investigation. Oh, do you mind if we go downstairs and look in your, um, you know, basement and look around and then they found the hidden, dungeon with the body you know so to their yeah. credit i mean for me i always you know ask you know rail at the law enforcement but in that instance they did a damn good job let me see if i can hmm. bring out yeah so katunsky was really something else but i the reason i always reference katunsky is because i think that he's probably done more that he just hasn't been busted yet i mean he, he just hasn't he's just one of those people that um they're only going to get Nailed for one job, you know, and then they just stop. Yeah, yeah, and then it stops, or they go to jail, right? So, or the cops never really investigated them. So, how would they know? Or Lutunsky, I keep calling Katunsky. Let me see if I can put this up. Well, this is a pretty crazy. Um, it's a pretty crazy video right here. Watch this. Oh, yeah, I, I remember this guy. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, he was into bondism and all kinds of crazy stuff. This guy. Yeah. yeah, he was. He was involved. He had the strangest. I mean, I thought some of the Instagram stuff for Balenciaga or like Pizzagate were strange. His was stranger. But Tunsky, yeah. what he was doing on social media was totally bizarre. And also, he had a real uh, anti-Christ like animus. He's always railing at uh, Christians and stuff like that. So that could be something to do with the, uh, these some of these cases, at least. But let me see if I got any questions here on Rockman. Yeah, so yeah, so that's Latunsky, not Katunsky. I keep saying that. Jim, we are at the 55-minute mark. Is there anything you'd like to add? Anything I missed before we wrap it up? Uh, you know, I don't think so. Um, I will say, I'm not, you know, maybe the best time, but, you know, one of these cases that's it's a Blake um, Chappelle and it was in Noonan, Georgia. It's one of the first cases I did find um, graffiti at the scene. But one of the things that I had come to learn that his mom had given me some information. And she was saying that people had told her the type of her son had had torture. And it, it looked like it had to be ex-military type of torture. And I, that's, I had never seen that. I've heard things like that before. But... Um. Yeah, I, did, I definitely wanted to bring that up and thought that was an interesting right, point. Is... Blake Chappelle. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Blake Chappelle. Uh, Igor has looked into like night vision stuff, stun guns, like pretty intense stuff. And there was a writing by this guy Murphy. Did we talk about that Murphy who wrote about it? And it's like he thinks yes. that this is like a tight unit, Jack like, Murphy, a tight group of people. Jack Murphy. That's right. Yeah. Jack Murphy. I wish he would have yes. reached out to me. I tried to reach out to him, but he, that article he wrote was just incredible, man. Really great. How, why won't he talk about that anymore? I just wonder again. That really drives me crazy. I, you it's know, cowardly, yeah. you know? 
Yeah, good point. I mean, it's a shame. I think he's kind of like well um, respected. Like he has his own kind of popular podcast broadcast. And but uh, yeah, I wish. I think it's called Team House Podcast. But yeah, I mean, I got to give him credit. It was a great article. I just wish it was. He responded and yeah sometimes you send out these emails you don't know if anybody got them if they're ignoring you if you know i, I always appreciate it when somebody says politely declines because then at least i know they got what i sent to them you know what i mean mm-hmm. so when people don't get back to me i'm like i don't even know if you got the emails like am i sending it down like an email he doesn't use anymore but the title of his article is the undetected team of serial killers stalking america yeah no, it have to have to be pretty um, pretty smart people to be pulling this off and not get caught. And that's, I get that all the time, right? Well, why don't these people? Why aren't these people caught? Why aren't these people caught? Who are these people? And I tell people the same thing. You know, how can they be caught if we can't even say what this is? How can we how can we catch these people if you won't even admit that these aren't accidents? Good point. They're not people aren't even looking to them. That's like the whole occulted nature of these crimes is that they have people beguiled into thinking it's not possible or plausible. That's the whole thing. Once it clicks for people, once they go and take that, you know, red pill, they never go back, but what they just have to get over that step that somebody's out there stalking uh, victims like this. Right. So great point, dude. Yeah. I mean, I was the same when I first researched this, uh, I, I really thought it was an urban myth. That's really, really? What I thought. yeah. Because I met you from Joey Labute. That was the first right. case okay. that we was that had. It? Yeah. it was Joey Labute in, in in Indianapolis, right? Uh, haven't been very very many murders there since. Been a couple, but um, you know, yeah, that's when I that's when I first met you. That, that was a pretty big case. Yeah, nineteen days missing. I mean, that was the one that really set me on the you know change the path because I said if he's going to be found in water. And this is valid. You know, he came out of a bar. It had all the MO stuff. And then, like, obviously no CCTV or grainy CCTV. Like, somebody's covering something up. Um, and then 19 days, he's found in the Seattle River in a place already searched, right? The classic story. Already classic. been searched. So, classic. Yeah, I guess that was it. I guess it was before Dakota James. It was. was. Yeah, so. Yeah, but that was really my first case. That was where it started for me. That was either late 2016. Is that right? 2015 was it 2015 oh my god it's been so long joey yeah well thanks for all the support william i sure appreciate you having me on and always willing to talk about this stuff um so thank you it was march 5th 2016 that was joey the beat wow so that's how far back it goes for me man that's six years at least it's been a lot of research, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate your stick, sticking to it and uh, really being the person who has followed all these cases, man. Above and beyond Gilbertson and Gannon, like they've done good work, but they haven't seen the breadth of these cases. And they haven't publicized it, at least. So I do give them credit for, you know, kind of no, noticing the phenomenon, but I wish that they would show people how prevalent it is like it's happening all over san francisco was hot one year remember and yes Portland and, yeah uh, long beach there's long, long beach. beach in san francisco seems like uh sell in each place yeah. um yeah california is a big state for this stuff but um yeah kevin gannon and lee gilbertson they're amazing people really great um researchers and investigators but i also wish that they would do more um, and just go for it and stop this thing once and for all. And let's all just quit. Stop talking about it. Right. Right. Because I think what would happen is if one crew got busted, then law enforcement would see what people were doing. Right. Then they'd be like, OK, this is actually real. This is people are actually doing that. They would have an example of uh, these types of groups that are doing this or cells doing it. But yeah. Yeah, I hope, I'm hoping that it'll happen one day, that they'll actually get busted. Oh, it'll get happen one day. Yeah. There's no doubt. So. They're, they're going to be busted. They're, people are going to pay for these crimes. They should be put to death. Um, it just takes one case. Yeah, it just takes one. just takes one to get lucky, and that'll be good. Mm-hmm. And, Jim, you are at, on Twitter, very active at Smiley Face Cult, right? 
Yes, sir. So people can drowning victims. That's that smiley face cult. And they can DM you if they have any further follow up questions or anything like that too, right? Yes, sir. All right, cool. And is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap it up? We're at the sixty minute mark. Not tonight. Thank you so much. Jim, thank you. I really appreciate you, and I appreciate you coming back on the show. It's great to talk to you again. Thank you, William. All right, take care. Stay there. Stay there. Stay there.